quickly name six villains that we're definitely going to fight in the next episode. Definitely. Okay, in in this next episode, you've got yep. um, Frothmaker. He's a shit, uh, a, a milk frothing jug that went out of control when it was accidentally put in the microwave. <laughs> no, and it came, became sentient. Yeah, it doesn't froth your milk anymore. You put it in, and it's like, let me just. I haven't done it really. A twat. Fuck off. I want to show the world a place without hope, a place without <laughs> mercy, a place without froth. <laughs> My milk's cold. And it's soy milk, so it curdles. Oh no. I'll put it in the microwave. Wait. Oh no, it's Dr. Microwave. That's right. Dr. <laughs> microwave Dr. Microwave engineered, in fact, the uh the sentientizing of the milk frother. Uh that they're largely in cahoots, but the milk frother no. thinks that they're equal, whereas Dr. Microwave knows that he is the god in this situation and he's controlling fuck. the milk frother. Well, what does villain number three think of that? Oh fuck me. Villain number three. Okay, here's a here's one for you, Paul. Villain number three is um, <laughs> just gonna have a quick look around. My Literally for no around. reason. <laughs> just stretching no, my neck, mate. It's I tell you, yeah, villain number it. three. Fuck it. It's uh, it's Doctor Shoulder. <laughs> no, it's not Paul. It's you've already it's had the, Doctor. It's it's the old lady. It's the old nonna who steals lemons from my neighbor's uh, oh, front garden. No. Twist, she was an old lady the whole time. I always picture just a bloke on his way to work. The trick is, it's actually just everyone in Melbourne. Um, you, you walk past a Melbourne. <laughs> There's one tree. <laughs> yeah, well, news travels fast in Melbourne. There's literally nothing else going on. And <laughs> I want to show the world a world without mercy. <laughs> and a world, a world without, without hope. A world without fucking lemons in it because they're my ass. <laughs> she hates lemons. Why are you here? You yeah. horrible cockney woman in Australia. <laughs> Who let you in? Oh, it was much easier to get in back back in the 60s. What? And that that, <laughs> that last what was said by uh, villain number four, who is... Oh, fuck me. Well, here comes Killian Murphy. And he... <laughs> played Killian he's, Murphy. He's bloody had it. Yeah, and Killian Murphy played by um, <laughs> Tom Selleck. <laughs> That's a very confusing casting choice. <laughs> he's bloody had it, you see, because... <laughs> He's he's always getting miscast as Killian Murphy, Tom Selleck, despite being Tom Selleck. Um, everyone really thinks he's Tom, Tom Berenger, and because they're in Inception, they think, oh, you know, they, they look alike, even though they don't at all. So this is the true <laughs> crime of society, that knowing that none of effect. these three people... Yeah, well, yeah, exactly, and whatever that is. No, that... Um, <laughs> I like that. That's something that people have said, and and I've always gone, <laughs> yeah, Mandela effect. Okay, so villain Look number five is the is the concept of the Mandela effect, which is out there to deliberately yeah. confuse you. And it's out this summer, so shit. Well, we've got one Get last on villain it. that we need to fight in the next episode, and all of these plot lines are going to be inter interwoven, incidentally, and be a very cohesive film. Oh fuck. Okay, cool. So the yeah, the next villain. I mean, fairly obviously at this stage, Paul. Fairly obviously. Yeah. I hardly need to tell you. Yeah. It's going to be us. Oh shit, twist. Yeah, and then the secret one at the end, here comes fucking Paul Giamatti again. Podcast that's into web design. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm Paul, a bunch of spiders. Oh, I'm a phone, and my ringtone is the Spider-Man theme tune, and I'm Spider-Man. Isn't that funny? 
Oh, that's amazing. No one would suspect that. Oh, what? It's not jarring at all. That's obviously not Spider-Man. Otherwise, he would have a but, different ringtone. But in, in this reality in which Spider-Man has a theme song that plays yeah. and the whole world knows what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> without there being media surrounding him. Yeah, just to know have it. created this theme Well, he's tune. always whistling it. Spider-Man is always shitty oh, whispering okay. it to himself. So people have picked up on that. And he's like, oh, it's just, it's like Peter Andrew, I'm a celebrity. He when. He's like humming a song and they're like, yeah. that's, that's great. No, yeah, it's this one I wrote. It's just, uh, it was 2014, so there was a vine about this. Oh, shit. I don't know what they are. Well, we decided not to know anything about what anything else <laughs> um, because we're having a bit of fun in the run up to Christmas. Oh, who, you didn't tell me this. <laughs> oh, well, it starts next week because we're okay. going to <laughs> review some pertinent bl- blockbusters. Ooh. Starting ahead of the release of Marvel's No Way Home. A Spider-Man joint uh, with Sony Pictures 2014 superhero business plan, The Amazing Super Spider-Man, The Amazing <laughs> Super Spider-Man <laughs> 2. Every day I wake up knowing that the more people I try to save, the more enemies I will make. And it's just a matter of time before I face those with more power than I can overcome. Always trust Sony to deliver quality content consistently. <laughs> Mark Webb returns to direct the sequel to oh. his 2012 Spider-Man film. I know it's really, really funny. Fuck me. I hope so, because I'm ready to laugh, Paul. His name is Mark. Yeah, Mark. <laughs> Crazy. Mark, what that. a chump. Give him a film. Give him something. Marks. Except our Patreons, who are named Mark, who are all oh, great. I fucking love those. All of them. Every one of them. Sexually. <laughs> Sexually, intimately, spiritually. Mm. But especially sexually. Um, he is incidentally no longer due to direct the Your Name remake. You remember finding this out? <laughs> yeah, vaguely. I remember the, the annoyance and it's just coming back to me. It's come to you twice, I think. The first time was when Spielberg was producing it and you were irritated. Mm. Then Mark Webb was directing it and you were irritated. It's... Now it's gone to Lee Isaac Chung, who directed Minari. So okay. a Korean heritage guy born in Denver is closer to Japan? I, I guess. It's not the personnel that <laughs> is irritating me. It's, it's No, that's true. The cons- the, the, the prospect... The needless yeah. doing of that. Prospectors of it. I don't, <laughs> I don't need this in my life. Nobody needs it in their life, but here it is. So, so please enjoy. It's what's coming at us. Webb stated that he wanted to create a universe that can not only withstand, but anticipate future storylines, while also working in and of itself for one movie. That's, that sounds pretty synergetic to me, Paul. Yep. That's very blue sky thinking. <laughs> it's proactive. It's dynamic. And um, I think it walks. Yeah, I, I'd say so. Walks all the way to the bank. Uh, Dom- Dominic yep. Cummings, uh, well, Mark Webb's face falls off and it's can... Dominic Cummings underneath. And fuck me, <laughs> everyone loved that. Cummings in general. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a phrase you can just say and it'll be a, well, a thing. Well, you know, Dominic Cummings. Yeah, that's true. Dominic Cummings. You know, well, is the reality that we have now. Yeah, I mean, that, that all sounds great. That sounds exactly like uh, yeah. what a piece of cinema should be. <laughs> it sounds like what I want to spend my money on <laughs> and take my kids to. Oh, God. This installment is by everybody's favourite screenwriters. It's Alex Kurtzman and Roberto Orki. Christ, yeah. They wrote Transformers 2 oh. and The Mummy, so they're fucking three men. And they also wrote Star Trek Into Darkness, which was everybody's favourite Star Trek movie. That's, sarcas- that's sarcasm, right? I, f- I forget which one's... The Star Trek yeah, movies are. Is that the Khan one? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's Khan. It's the one that it most heavily relies on the currency of the intellectual property of the original. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Also, Jeff Pinkner, who wrote Venom. So, yay. Fuck me, the accolades, Paul. 
They're, they're blinding me. <laughs> Help. Oh, maybe it's just my cataracts. <laughs> it might well be that. I hope so. They shot scenes with Shailene Woodley as Mary Jane Watson. Uh, apparently mostly okay. Peter chatting with her over the back garden fence. So pretty much just straight up copying Sam Raimi's Spider-Man then. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, if it ain't broke. Well, if it ain't broke, just do it again. Gus Van Sant realised that. <laughs> he realised that and it was a fascinating cinematic experiment that he released for you to pay for with money. Uh, they did cut it, and I quote, as a creative decision to streamline the story and focus on Peter and Gwen and their relationship. That's very good work. It sounds so good when you use the word streamline, Paul. I really enjoyed the word streamline. This is going to be a really efficient, no country for old men style, A oh. to B story. It's about the getting there that counts. Fuck me, Paul. I want to hear about how they're participating with their shareholders. <laughs> Internal and external. I just can't help but feel that the overseas potential of this property is really dynamic. What's their turnover for the anim? Well, that's something that we're going to get into in pie chart number three or scene four, if you like. Okay, I don't like. Oh, okay. Continue. Well, this is the first Spider-Man film to be filmed entirely in New York State. (laughs) What? Uh, The largest film production ever in New York State. Um, And I just want to quote this because it's just so wonderfully New York. The decision to film in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, near the Passover holiday caused some controversy as critics believed that this was culturally insensitive and would cause problems with parking. (laughs) (laughs) Because people were walking here. (laughs) Everybody's walking here, so you can't park (laughs) anywhere. Every time they shout action, you just hear, I'm walking here, I'm walking here, I'm walking 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 here, walking walking here, walking here. They've refracted. (laughs) (laughs) They've broken the camera. It's unbelievable. We've gone into that universe where Matthew McConaughey went inside of the black hole. Oh, fuck walking me. Walking and walking and walking and walking. <laughs> it's that scene from The Last Jedi. In the darkness. Oh, fuck. They did actually adjust it, though, so good for them as a result. Oh, okay. For the parking. For the parking. Oh, the music. The music is by Hans Zimmer. Uh, mm. who assembled a league of musicians to perform the score, who became known yeah. as the Magnificent Six to them. Uh, they were Pharrell Williams from Pharrell Williams, Johnny Marr yeah. from The Smiths, Mike mm. Einziger from Incubus, uh, yeah. Junkie XL, who did the music to Fury Road, Steve yeah. Mazzaro, who did the music to Boss Baby, and Andrew, oh, fuck, I didn't practice that, Korzynski, I'm going to say, who did additional music for Dune. Yeah. Remember the bit where Paul Atreides was sort of humming shittily to himself? <laughs> When his ringtone went off. That was his that was his composure. <laughs> and it, when his ringtone yeah. went off. Beep, 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 beep. Hello, Atreides. Oscar Isaacs is like, you'll always be my s- oh wait, 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 sorry, I've got a call. <laughs> Yellow <laughs> Leto Atreides here. <laughs> um also Alicia Keys and Kendrick Lamar recorded a song for this film, part of which I really liked. I don't remember it. Whoa. It was over the credits. Oh, okay. Immediately jumped through the window before. <laughs> I think. Directed by Martin. Nope. See, what, what happened when I turned, when the movie ended was Netflix went, wait, 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 wait. We've got, we've got Spider-Man Homecoming as well. And I went, ooh, I'll watch that. And I did. <laughs> with Michael Giacchino's score, who didn't have any sort of compatriots with him and just managed to bring something really brilliant to it instead. Yeah. Fine. Now, I forgot the three-man list at home, so I guess that'll be next week's intro sorted. Yay, Shame cool. I, I had something really funny for that. Oh. Oh, well. Hang on, I can just do... I'll, I'll laugh in preparation for it, and you can just slot it in okay. for the intro, because I'm not going to be here for the next week's intro. Oh, okay. of course. 
<laughs> what? Oh, oh. Oh, the shame is that's the best reaction I've gotten out of you in months. <laughs> yeah. Who are you? Uh, some guy. Anyway, in spite of all that, it is the only Spider-Man film to be rated rotten on Rotten Tomatoes and it's the lowest grossing film in the franchise. That's interesting. Um, it is. The film was intended to launch a cinematic universe to compete with the MCU, with two more entries in this particular franchise, a Sinister Six movie, a Venom mm. movie, a Black Cat movie starring Jen Erso, mm. and Spider-Man 2099. Okay. Yeah. There was also talk of Sam Raimi coming back to direct a new trilogy with his version of Spider-Man, culminating oh. in Spider-Man versus The Amazing Spider-Man. Okay, this is all very tiring, Paul. I'm <laughs> it's very, a very tired. Idea. That will definitely not yield a good movie. Um, but then this movie underperformed, and so everybody jumped ship, including Spider-Man the character, who got into the MCU, effectively killing off this franchise. But they still went ahead with their Venom movie, and so apparently we're getting... An- We've had another Venom movie, then we're getting Mobius, Morbius, that is, mm. and Craven the Hunter, a standalone movie in two years. We're getting something. So maybe those will be the first good Sony film, like Jack and Jill. Fuck me. Was Sony the ones behind the Mummy, the Dark Universe, or Dark World Universe as well? Oh, no, that was, was Universal. That universe? Okay. Yeah. Just fuck off. Everyone just, just go. Everyone stop it. Make movies. The Marvel's already hanging by a thread. It's This is only going <laughs> to work for so long. Stop Two having the same max. idea. <laughs> I see they're doing that really well and originally and memorably. What if we do the exact same thing but force it? <laughs> oh, Christ. Well, Paul, you fairy godmother. Oh, thwip. You fight me? You fight me now? Definitely. With uh, <laughs> with some actual trucks getting smashed, Paul. Yes. Eventually. Some... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Was... No, you're right. Yes. I see what yeah. you're doing. Sorry, I thought that was the segue in. Yeah. Real trucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... Fuck you, Passover. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get. Whatever. But um, yeah, there, there, there were some good things in there, Paul. Thanks for asking. And, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that question but, I asked. But at, at the beginning, also some good things, I reckon. So why don't we oh. start there? Oh, God. Okay. Well, we start off with the Lionsgate logo. That's weird. Oh, no. It's it's the movie. It's a watch. We're inside of a watch. God, that's bad. Oh, imagine imagine dying in a big one of those. Be really dumb. I hate it. Yeah, I can't. It's ridiculous. It makes me sick <laughs> just thinking about it. Um, and Peter Parker's dad is doing yes. computer stuff. Yep, and... absolutely. Well, Peter Parker's parents picked a poor plan to persevere and perish painfully on a plane. Yeah, that's very nice. I see what you did there. What? Um, Parker kind of rhymes with plane when you when you purse your lips. Oh shit, that's good memory, yeah. man. One of those words was right at the beginning of the sentence, and the other right at the end. Yeah, just just, just fortunate that I remembered two of the words. <laughs> so yeah, uh, and he's he's downloading secret stuff onto his secret bits USB, and um, and 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 it's tense, and he goes, and him and his mum they leave Peter with her arm, who's unnamed, and yeah, who's genuinely horrible can't stand her he lives, on, he lives under the stairs i might have watched a couple movies so. <laughs> it was a it was a busy night she's re- <laughs> she's really hot as far as i remember and um happy is always going on about it but yeah. um and there's oh, a really funny on, just... bit when uh he goes for a sandwich and one of them is they're talking about his attractive aunt in spanish and then he asks how his daughter is in spanish um i can't <laughs> no, remember when that funny. is in the movie but it's uh, anyway point, before mate, we'll that yeah. Before that, Peter Parker, we go, they go on the run. Not Peter Parker, but Peter Parker's papa. And, um, <laughs> Paul Parker. <laughs> Peter Parker's paternal side of the family yeah. uh, go <laughs> absconded. They died on a plane. On a plane, yeah. And an assassin, Le Sassin, turns up and they have a thing. 
and with blood all over his hands, which cannily <laughs> the dad recognizes. <laughs> Hang on, that's the pilot's blood, he says. And, um, <laughs> uh, and Wines uses. That should be in the pilot. <laughs> Come here, you, you clearly, I, I'll help, I'll help. And the assassin's having nothing of it. Yeah. Uh, so the plane goes down, they all die, but not before Peter Parker. Yep. Uploads the file. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you do it. That took 20 minutes of workshopping. You're not going to be able to pluck it out of the sky. <laughs> Peter Park. No, fuck oh, it. Oh, Christ, he's trying to. I'll do it later. Rather, I'll, I'll do it rather than listen to something you say later. <laughs> That's worth okay. it, mate. So, yeah. enough of that. Immediate action and noise. The Spider Man Spider Man's as an annoying cartoon. Fuck yeah. He's fighting Rhino. P- Paul yeah. Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. Truck. Took me a few minutes to realise who he was. He, sat, <laughs> he looked familiar. Is it Ray Liotta? No. Okay, it's Paul Giamatti. That's a so, great crossroads. Great venue. Yeah. <laughs> Terrifying fucking corner of life. Spider-Man's pretty chatty now. He's working on his improv. Knock, knock. That's your criminal. Hey, my name is Spider-Man. You can call me Webhead. You can call me Amazing. Just don't call me late for dinner. You get it? <laughs> Not a shaker. Are you a hugger? I am killer. Whoa, okay. Yeah. And uh, it's all very good. But he's imagining Dennis Leary a bit, which is rubbish. I hate it. I hate <laughs> that that's happening. I don't like doing that. Oh, fuck. That is Dennis Leary. <laughs> Christ, can we not have that anymore, please? Um, <laughs> no more of that. I was too busy going, oh, uh, I can't. I wish I could remember the first movie at all. I'm sure this isn't important. It's fine. Uh, villain defeated. He shows up at his graduation and kisses the hot girl, just like awkward Peter Parker, we all know. Um, fuck yeah. No wonder he has no friends who come up in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's that relatable nerd experience. So, um, yeah, he. I I thought they were doing a like a Batman Begins. You've got to stand up for what you believe in. But Peter Parker's not um, off having fun. But then I remembered that Gwen Stacy already knows that Peter Parker's Spider Man oh, knows yeah. that he's a hero. Yeah. So any anyway, um, yeah. we know the shot of Dennis Leary and um, <laughs> which prompts him to break up with Gwen Stacy because ugh, you know yeah he, Jesus he, he promised Dennis Leary that he wouldn't let her die in a big clock. So um, yeah. he's got to go back to his first love, Spider-Manning. <laughs> Which he does a bit. He does a bit. Occasionally taking time out to creepily follow Gwen. In, in, in a super powery sort of way, so it's fine. Okay. Uh, we meet Jamie Foxx, who's... Yeah, um... Edward Nigma. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Whoa, look who's here. Spidey. How was your morning? Aces, Max. Aces. I've been out saving the world and protecting everybody. But is someone celebrating a birthday today? That's why you're here. You remember my birthday. <laughs> Out of all the crime fighting you've been doing, and all of a sudden you take time out to come visit little old me, Max. It's, it's amazing to... Of course you would. Why wouldn't you visit me? We're best friends. Yeah, he gets saved by Spider-Man, and he gets obsessed with him. Yeah. Peter does literally stumble onto the plot of the movie at one stage, but wisely decides to shove it into a cupboard and try and ignore it. Well, uh... <laughs> hope that he succeeds anyway there. back to following mj or yeah Gwen Stacy. <laughs> well also his aunt needs to do something so nursing i should keep her out of the yeah. way all right cool cool she's, she's learning mean, to be a nurse like in the game like in the good game oh yeah the good game uh, did that yeah. Oh, yeah no no it was a was it a homeless shelter oh yeah yeah she was volunteering her aunt is shelter. dope that's yeah, that's yeah. all you need to know she's fucking great yeah yeah anyway uh, in this movie that's not enough so we've got to have them argue about something for no reason whatsoever next scene <laughs> Next scene. Uh, oh, the ending is going to be at a power grid. That's cool. Just get that out early. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh. noted. Thanks, movie. Cool. Um, time to remember that Dane Dehan used to be a thing. Yay. Woo! I feel happy. Uh, genuinely. <laughs> 20-year-old kid 
$200 billion company. What was Dad thinking? I mean, you're all lawyers, right? Surely someone must have questioned his sanity in the end. Someone must have thought about having him declared legally incompetent and would have made this conversation a lot easier. Harry. It's Mr. Osborne. We're not friends. So, so yeah. like, yeah, he interacts a bit. He's He goes to see his dad, Chris Cooper, and um, yep. which is horrifying in itself. He's Harry Osborne. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Cooper is slowly turning green, and Dehan will do one day too. Yeah, it's much sooner than you think. Shit, oh, apparently. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So, so um, yeah, Dane Dehan isn't uh, too happy with that. He, no, he's he, not thrilled. No, he belittles uh, face-off Doctor Colm Fior, is it? Uh, oh, is it? Yeah, and <laughs> uh, yeah, makes well, Felicity yeah. Jones uh, everybody's boss except for his. She's in. She's in this movie for a bit. Yeah, and Parker finds out that um, not that Norman ha- American Beauty has died, uh, yeah. whilst he's working on his Sony Vio computer. Yeah, <laughs> with a battery time Good of chance. four hours now. <laughs> Good chance for me to reconnect with him. Meanwhile, <laughs> uh, Electro Enigma is. Um, we need you to stay late and dick around with the dangerous eel enclosure all alone. But boss, it's my birthday. <laughs> Do you know who I am? I'm BJ Novak. I wrote the book with no words, and I'm in Inglorious Bastards. What more do you want? <laughs> All right. So by the end of this movie franchise, Oscorp will have had three members of staff and an intern gain superpowers and workplace accidents. <laughs> <laughs> well, you hear about it's like the, the Big Brother se- series, right? The first time it's just accident and it's lightning in a bottle. And the second time it's interesting just to watch people flock towards it like fucking scum. <laughs> Where's and, the HR? Um, Where's the health and safety team at Oscorp? <laughs> We've got too many dangerous lizard people being created here. Well, they made the lizard the OHNS team, oh. which is the problem. <laughs> uh, it seems a bit of glass fell into the uh, porridge at the porridge self-service station. And now one of the uh, members of staff is a dangerous lizard man. Fuck me. <laughs> I did that risk assessment. I didn't think that that was very high likelihood. But then uh, the, the human face was off and it's just the lizard man. Nobody oh. nobody respects the health and safety teams in the Marvel Universe. No, it's true. It's a nightmare. I get where Michael Keaton's coming from, you know? Risk assessment. The Hulk smashes through the wall <laughs> and on his way to his next smashy adventure. <laughs> likelihood low. <laughs> risk very high. <laughs> but but he taps oh, at likelihood. God. So Peter Parker, just there's a, there's a prom coming up, and he, he really wants to ask yeah. Liz to the the dance. Oh, and sorry, Electro did get electrocuted, fixing the gap in his teeth, and he also has other powers as well. You, so yeah, and, and he wants to. So he's you know he's got to he's got to ask uh, Liz to the oh. to the prom, but his hot aunt Tia Leone is yeah. uh, is is is, is going to you know, try and talk him through that. It's not fucking Tia Leone. Who is it? What's <laughs> Sally the fucking Fields. name from? No, I'm 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 doing a I watched Homecoming joke afterwards. And oh, I can't even Ma- fucking Marissa remember the Tomei. name. Of it. Marissa <laughs> Fuck me, Tomei. that's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the person I'm mistake? I'm humorously mistaking this person for. So Jesus. So that failed one failed joke later. Incidentally, um, the guy that you're referring to as Doctor Faceoff is I've got a smooth Mark Rylance. <laughs> <laughs> he he was smooth, wasn't he? He was a smooth Mark Rylance experience, and I enjoyed it. He, Mark Rylance with a, with his face off. Well, Peter and Dehan do some male bondling, bonding, bondling, bondling. <laughs> they bondle <laughs> That's away. That's what we call it. It's uh, it's a bit prickly. I like it though. Ooh. Yeah, but and it, it involves mostly smiling in weird ways. Yeah, and shooting the shit, and, shooting yeah. some actual shit at each other with their special shit gun science. And then there's a rom com moment where Gwen and Peter promise to be friends. Didn't you promise yeah. to stay away? Yeah. Anyway. But they had they had to because for the love of God we needed something to happen and we needed to put more 
contrivance into this movie. Yes. So he also um, accidentally lets slip that he's been following Gwen around. Uh oh, that's gonna cool. Yeah. Oh, she thinks it's cute. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, that's that's fortunate that you're Andrew Garfield and not Toby Maguire, because for the love of God, Toby <laughs> Maguire Christ. tried it in real life. I'm calling the God police. Damn. Yeah. Um, also, she's going to Oxford, or she's got oh, an yes. interview for Oxford anyway. Yeah. She ruins the nice stalker mood by saying she's going to cummy old England, which Fucking is selfish, uh, bitch. Yeah. But Garfield's um, spider sense reveals that there might be some dubstep happening nearby, which means trouble. <laughs> oh no, shit! Let's go and bust this party. Spider-Man <laughs> respects rules, yo. <laughs> and uh, but he goes over and tries to help Electro Enigma um, yes. by saying, "No, I'm not going to hurt you." Yeah. But full well knowing that uh, New York's finest, are li- you know, their snipers are fucking lining yeah. every building's rooftop. Um, <laughs> the cops valiantly try and shoot the unarmed black man, but it's just not working <laughs> like it usually does. Help us, Spider Man! <laughs> well, he's blue now, Spider-Man, Paul. Spider Man, Spider Man. <laughs> and yeah, and he does. And once he's finally done that, yeah. after um, the whole thing turns to hot CGI bullshit, yeah. he goes back to Emma Stone and goes. You bitch. Yeah, fuck and you. And walks off again. <laughs> off he goes. Yeah. England? England? <laughs> Only dicks go there. Well, with nothing better to do, he valiantly tries to resist starting off another plot thread involving his dad, but oh, <clears> he <throat> just can't resist it. <laughs> Sally Fields is there going, please let me do some acting. <laughs> Why am I in this movie? And Mr. Tomei's just like, I just wanted the check. <laughs> Fine. Didn't realise I'd end up being the most popular Marvel character <laughs> of all time. I just wanted to remind everyone how hot I am. So. Oh yeah, I can see that. It's a Big, it was a big talking point in the 90s and it hasn't changed but people got used to it so yeah. god she's gonna she's gonna be the new helen mirren which i'm not don't, I don't i'm not saying that she should look forward to that she should you know enjoy her time now because because yeah. good on her speaking of dead parents so dane dehan uh finds his father's plans for being a marvel villain so that dane dehan discovers his dead dad's deeds <laughs> uh, <laughs> there you go you can stop trying on the peter parker's parents fake because that was great i stick with dane <laughs> dane dehan my spirit animal um, and yeah, he he wants Spider Man's blood. He does. He wants it, but Peter wants that inside of Spider Man. So he says no, and that causes friction. Yeah, um, quite a lot. Whilst he's in the building speaking to Harry, uh, St- Stacy and Spidey bump into each other and hide in a saucy snog <laughs> inside a kiss. And and yeah. um, oh fuck me, fuck that yeah. kiss is good. So so good that they decide to work together on letting Gwen Stacy escape Ooh. with a life, which is nice. <laughs> That's um, good. Yeah. Meanwhile, at Arkham Asylum, Dr. Hanker's area is fucking around with Electro. Oh, no. good. God. I'm Dr. Kafka. I'm here to help you. Everyone in this city is going to know how it feels to live in my world. A world without power. A world without mercy. A world without Spider-Man. He says the stuff that's going to be in the trailer and then gets suspended in dubstep. It's a terrible way to be suspended. Not even Skrillex wants that. But look, he's going to be out of the movie for a while. So which plot, Fred, should we go back to? Harry Osborn, Gwen Stacy going to England, Dennis Leary's ghost, those mysterious suit guys, public attitudes towards Spider-Man. Oh, we're going with Peter's parents. Okay, great. Okay, sweet. Tell you what, mate, thank God they cut the MJ stuff because this movie would be an absolute mess with that in it. I'm, I'm following this fine, but with one more <laughs> one more character in it for a little bit of the movie. Oof. <laughs> oh. So it turns out his dad might have been a traitor for money. Probably all yeah. a big mis- misunderstanding. Yeah. Well, maybe he is. Yeah, should probably investigate that more, but um, yeah. I mean, for now. <laughs> now he's got to go visit Harry as Spider-Man to tell him he can't have his blood. No. What's wrong with you? I'm dying. I'm dying like my father was, slowly over the course of however much time it takes to become as old as Chris Cooper. <laughs> so I need, a, I need a cure now. There's no yeah. time for research. This is bullshit. I'm a villain now. Yeah, so he goes off. Okay. <laughs> well, at least I've still got my looks. 
and my <laughs> presence. So it's all a mess to me, Paul. I can't, I can't keep track. Oh, uh, uh, Emma Stone, Gwen Stacy, Gwanda goes off for her interview at Oxford University, yep. and, uh, and Peter Parker turns up and is uh, and is just mental in front of the Oxford, uh, the Oxford interviewer. Yep, and that really doesn't frightening. harm her chances at all, which is very no. unrealistic. Miss Stacy, should I take you upstairs? Yes. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm already late. I, can I have just one more minute? Okay. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bother you, uh, my fair lady. But um, my dad, madame. But um, uh, who am I? I mean, who am I? I'm John Hopkins. I'm I'm one what? of the young professors at Harvard, and and I, I've been what? trying to get her to be in my be a part of my team for a while now, and, and she's just the best person I know, and okay. a scientific genius, and. Anyway, God save the queen. I'm sorry that everything's Peter, can happening you just wait right for one second? She respects that. She's able to twin it, uh, to spin it, you know, just... Yeah. Um, she twins it. Yeah, I, I've I've lived with that guy all my life, so let me into this uh, yeah. medical as- as place. I can deal with pressure, anxiety, uh, genuine fear for my life. Being yeah, abused. <laughs> Being uh, followed, stalked by a deranged man yeah. who looks somewhat frightening. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so that's that's that. Peter smashes a calculator and finds a bunch of two-pound coins in it. <laughs> railway tokens. Uh, that's what they call them in the States. Uh, it turns out the dad was going to a secret abandoned railway to hide his secrets. Surprise. To, to wank over his secret porn. <laughs> dad. This is really ambitious, Dad. The shed would have been fine. <laughs> Mum wasn't that interested. <laughs> he spends one of his tokens to get the lab out. Yeah. Okay, wait. Does he? Did he have to spend one of those tokens every single time he wanted his lab out? Why didn't he just collect the token back? Where was he getting the tokens? Where were they going? He's got the key to the arcade machine, Paul. He just, why did he need so many? At the end of every week, he, he, when he's been in there seven <laughs> times, you know, seven days, he'll then go in and open up the, the money part of it and just take the seven coins out and be like, <laughs> suckers. <laughs> Fucking Pete. Brick. He, he built this. Uh, but it turns out Spider-Dad was not a traitor after all. He's a spider hero. Yeah. An American hero. Yeah, but mostly a spider hero. Yeah. And, um... Oh! Oh! Oh, fuck me. Jen Erso's here. Oh, God. <laughs> God about that. She says that the spider venom is still around, the one that created Peter Parker, and it's being yeah. kept in a secret place called the Cinematic Universe Wing. <laughs> That's interesting. Why do they call it that? Yeah. I was donated. <laughs> Donation. Peter's Cinematic Universe. <laughs> But Smooth Mark Rylance shows up to be the film's seventh villain oh. at this stage. <laughs> Christ. Uh, anyway, uh, Dane Dehan frees Electro and appeals to his confusing motivations in order to try and yeah. get back at Oscorp. The more confusing, the better. It makes it easier, yeah. if anything. Yes, which includes creating for himself a rubber suit for one scene. On on the journey over to the, uh, <laughs> Oscorp. He manifests it using electricity powers. Like he did his pants when he first broke free of his shackles. And and he uses this uh, this pants power to zap <laughs> Smooth Mark Rylance in his Smooth Mark heart and yeah. uh, and then bring him back a bit. And, yeah. Uh, well, Rylance has a go at intimidation and it's always worth a shot. So the villains yeah. get everything they want immediately. Um, yeah. Dehan gets into the Cinematic Universe wing and takes the Green Goblin juice. Yeah. And becomes a, a fucking walking joke. <laughs> and in his desperation, crawls into a suit of battle armor. <laughs> um, Electro becomes pure electricity. His goals were less relatable. <laughs> this is, this is for you, maybe. This is good for yeah. you. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. Um, time to have um, the final showdown. Uh, asterisk. Yes, Peter just senses that something is wrong at Climaxville, so yeah. um, he rushes off for that. Uh, yeah. Spooty, sh- Spooty, <laughs> Spidey, Spooty, Shooty. 
It's booty shooty. Pretty good. It's booty shooties his booties. Spidey shoots water at Electro, but um, Electro electrocutes the water. What? That didn't happen the first time around. Yeah, but in, yeah. in the intervening time, he'd managed to break into an emulator online and he's played Pokemon now, so... <laughs> he, knows he knows about types. And then the score beats up Spidey, who says that he hates this song. What? Yeah. <laughs> I hate this song! Oh, it's Itty Bitsy Spider. Going Stop on. doing this! Stop referring to fucking music that doesn't exist in your world. <laughs> this is my reality. This ridiculous six are taking over this movie! <laughs> so, he defeats Electro, and uh, two planes miss each other as a result. There were planes. Um, yeah. Oh, cool, okay. Oh, and Aunt May is now a nurse. How much fucking time yeah. is... No, forget it. We're down to one villain. Gwen Stacy helps. Yes, Gwen Stacy helped. And, uh... Yeah. Oh, look, here comes Dane Dehan. How's that evil laugh coming along? <laughs> Gwen, stay there. Yeah, getting there. Yeah. You've got... I mean, you've got multiple movies to get this right, so yeah. it's, it's all good. <laughs> one day People we'll aren't going to remember you for this. One day there'll be a YouTube uh, compilation of the evolution of your of uh, Dane Dehan's laugh, and it'll... You'll, you'll see how far it came. It's going to be beautiful, man. It will be. As beautiful as what we've got right now. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, uh, yeah. yeah, he picks up uh, Gwen Stacy and Spider-Man goes, no, and he gets up to the roof, which is the highest he can go, and yep. goes, oh, it's too high now. Yeah, so he, he harmlessly throws her through some glass. But now they're all in, now she's at front row of a crazy clock fight. Ugh. So she dies. Yeah. As a result of that. Yeah. Yeah, um, she falls which... slowly, slowly through the roof backwards, and you see her, and you go, oh, that's, that's usually sort of coding for she's gonna die now but that's not it's not gonna happen in this crazy film i did so there's a funeral and it's well, it's, it's really sad yeah yeah he thinks about that he's for a bit. really sad he stays and, there all uh, year and sally field yeah an entire a whole year. year and sally field does a speech about uncle ben and coping with death yep her and here's paul bit. giamatti uh-oh villain number one is back in the movie <laughs> <laughs> it's it's cyclical <laughs> fortunately before she died um, Gwen Stacy did leave a thematically important monologue um, that was somehow recorded directly in front of her. So he decides to be Spider Guy again and fights the Rhino. <laughs> this time with Guardian special effects. <laughs> <laughs> the Spider Man logo triumphantly fills the screen, and I can viscerally smell the Cineworld lobby that I walked into seven years ago. Ugh. Ah, force. Well. Well, 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 well. Now. Well then. I didn't like the first one, Paul. The Ama- the Amazing Spider-Man. Back in 2012. Have you seen it since? Uh, no. Nor have I. But uh, I, I'm 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 a busy man. I found it lackluster. Yes, and I found Andrew Garfield very smarmy. He is um, smarmy. Because... There's something about Garfield. He has a bit of an edge to him. You know. I I, I like him in an awful lot of stuff. Yes, but... but I like him in things where he has a bit of a dark side. Even in Never Let Me yeah. Go, he has that temper that makes him yeah. very human. And in under the social Silver network, Lake, so social network, there's always this kind of Silver resentment. Lake, fuck yeah, of course. There's this resentment yeah. and anger bubbling underneath. You know, you just, I don't know. He's he is good at being likable, but there's always this kind of sense of, oh yeah, he's a really good guy, but you know, don't. Yes. Don't you know? Just don't. Just just just. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you, mate. Just don't. But <laughs> he's gonna take the a problem turn. with. The problem with him playing Peter Parker is Peter Parker is a nerd. He's yes. not he's not very he's not popular. He's a kid. Yeah. And Andrew Garfield is a grown ass man with <laughs> confidence and good looks. And it's not to yes. say that Tom Holland is not a good looking guy, because he fucking is, but Yeah. 
And if he goes for awkward, it comes out as scary. <laughs> it comes out as fucking stalker sociopath. Yeah, fucking um, look out for this guy is how yeah. it comes out. And yeah, yeah, he did a couple of those dirty looks in the movie, and it was like, <laughs> whoa, okay, you're you were turning yeah. into that one where David Boreanaz is that is the killer. What's that, <laughs> Valentine? Oh um, wow, shit. Maybe covered yeah. next year. Oh, I know not. about our mental health soon. Yeah. Um. And 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 when he's mm. doing his quipping, mm. yeah, it's smart. It's not. It's not charming. It's not. Uh. It's not endearing. It's just. Oh. Just... Well, also Orky, Orky Kurtzman and and I don't know Boggs. They um. They weren't able to give him the zingers that he really needed. That f- worked so well for fucking <laughs> for s- Chris Pine and the s- fucking Star Starscream Trek. and yeah. Oh fuck me. Yeah. Oh God. For those two robots. Yeah. Mudflap. Skids and Mudflap. Yeah, Jesus fuck. Just Literally piss off. Piss me. on my grave. Yeah. But yeah, and, and, and so there's that issue. But in but in this one, yes. they toned that down a bit. Okay. And for the for the for the most part I found him more likable. He did have some really dodgy sociopath moments. Mm. Um but the film still had plenty of those annoying um, little quirks and the self-referential nature yes. of it. Like the, the Spy- Spider-Man having the theme for his ringtone just yeah. raises too many questions in the middle of a, in the middle of a scene. Yeah. And, and, and some of the quips were, yeah, very cringy. But there was an, like a size and ambition to the story that very mm. weirdly was giving me the vibes of place beyond the pines there was just so much going on and yeah. things not that not that they were similar movies but um a, a similar like sense of ambition and i was right on board in spite of all the movie's flaws and all the things i found very stupid and the sort of hot cgi yeah sick that was just yeah. just sliding down the screen at most moments um i was on board with where it was going mm. and the the size of the story it was telling mm. and then the final half hour happened yeah. And it was insane. It was yeah. a, a just two, like just two bit circus. And was someone trying to play an orchestra on a keyboard? Yeah, and it's like the end of Man of Steel. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Nonsense CGI characters yeah. smashing into each other again and again. Yeah, um, boring quips, weightless action. Yeah, and just the craziest fucking tonal t- whiplash. Paul, I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> Fuck me. In terms, in terms of the story being big, for me it was yeah. it was just it felt very disjointed it didn't feel like one yes. big story it felt like lots of yeah. little ones that were crowding each other out there are a good mm. three movies here at least yes and this is the same issue that we had with like Spider-Man 3 back in the day is that in a movie every single thing should be moving towards one goal that's not to say that you yeah. only can do one thing but you need to have yeah. all the pieces somehow there needs to be a mm. through line a theme that somehow speaks yeah. to it how does the revelations that Peter Parker discovers about his parents affect his relationship with Gwen Stacy. Yeah. How does his fraught relationship with Dane Dehan affect his fucking yes? You know his, his attitude towards none being of this Spider-Man. is reflected upon. Yeah. It, like he doesn't. Yeah, you're right. He doesn't have an interaction <laughs> with Gwen, and that informs something else. And after his interaction with Dane, refusing him the blood, he doesn't then think on that. It's just off to the next thing. Yeah. Because they've got to set up a franchise. Exactly. And that's... Do you know what? 2014 was when this was at its worst, this kind of thing. Because yeah. even... like Marvel was a really bad offender for this in 2014 and 15. They were compromising yeah. their movies in order to set mm. up sequels to the point where this is the time when, you know, Edgar Wright walks away from Ant-Man. Joss Whedon has to, yeah. like, threaten various things to walk away from the movie in order to... Um... No, he has to be yeah. threatened in order to include franchise stuff in Age of Ultron. It's... Mm. 
it, it's just it, it was really bad at this point and this movie just feels completely like a trailer for upcoming movies yeah. it's really it's, it really compromises yeah. the story they're trying the stories they're trying to tell yeah, yeah. it's it, it, it going back to mark webb's vision outlined in pure the purest business beat yeah <laughs> it's it's not the language of movies is it no, it's it's, a, it's it's a business venture it and really it is. doesn't translate to cinema at all no it's not a singular experience and i just i, I come back yeah. to like christopher nolan talking about the batman movies where he's like of course early on we thought about a trilogy but we could only ever make one movie at a time we couldn't yeah. we couldn't be sowing seeds or setting things up we could only make yeah. one movie at a time and then the next movie would be like a spin on that and that's really yeah. the only way you can go about making movies you know you can't yeah. be just uh i don't know it's just it, it's really awkward this one it just it yeah and also in addition i found that the action wasn't very fun no it was very sparse thinking about it what's the, what, the opposite of little and often it was big and rarely so the, the actions were just <laughs> yes. like huge uh unfathomable messes yeah yeah because you have the fight against rhino at the beginning mm. then you have the fight against electro yeah then you have the climax, right? Yeah, there must be. I think so, there's another beat in the entire second and third God, act. Must have been. I mean, there are small things like him, you know, disarming the guards and stuff. Yeah, and, and Dane DeHaan breaking Stacey. out Electro and oh yeah, things like that. Bits of villain business, yeah. which isn't a problem in and of itself. It's good to limit the yeah. number of action sequences, but they were so uninvolving. Yeah, there was nothing relatable in them. There was no little, you know, yeah, moment of humanity in the action. Would have just actually benefited the film to not include any of them. <laughs> I'd, I'd have I'd have oh, been god. way more on board with it because it would have just <laughs> stuck with the bits that I enjoyed. Oh god! What, uh, Look, I, and I and I liked Dane DeHaan and I liked Emma Stone sure. and yes, I liked yes. Sally Fields yep. at times. Uh, you know when she actually had a chance. Yes, that's yeah. the thing is the script wasn't giving them much chance to really you know stretch out. But nevertheless, yeah. you get the impression that Mark Webb is a um act a actor's director. You know he made he made Five Hundred Days of Summer back in the day, yeah. and um. Yeah, he still has that kind of flair for human moments where the script definitely doesn't because it's Orky and Kurtzman. Yeah. Worst screenwriters on earth. I think the uh, one last thing to say mm. about this before we quickfire is that it's kind of sad now to come back and sort of rifle through the remains of what was like the the mm. grounds that they laid for a mighty castle that never yeah. got made. Yeah. And you see all the bits that they were hoping to do because it's it's kind of awkward. This Sony Spider-Man. Orky would. It's Orkywood because Sony Spider-Man yeah. is continuing on in this creepy half-life. Mm. And it seems pretty obvious to me that what they're going to do is No Way Home is going to f- be the movie that allows Sony to have a Spider-Man as well. Yeah. Which scares me. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. No, it's not exciting, is it? No. In the same way that I'm excited by the expansion of the John Wick universe. <laughs> it's um, It's somewhat frightening to think that there's going to be Tom Holland in the MCU and someone else. I don't know if it is going to be Garfield or... Um, yeah. If they introduced Miles Morales, it would make sense. Yeah, I would love that. I'd, it'd be so yeah. good if he just turned up in No Way Home. Yeah, and it's now Sony Spider-Man who yeah. goes up against Venom or, and Morbius yeah. and Craven the Hunter and all the rest. Or, you know, or Gwen Stacy, whatever. Just something. Yeah, cause, Spider-Gwen. Yeah, you know. <laughs> she, she's yeah. fucking great in Spider-Verse. Yeah, she's really great. It's... I don't know, it's just kind of morose. I feel this way with the uh, New Mutants as well, which was yeah. like the last X-Men movie yeah. that uh, 20th Century Fox made. It's just kind of grim to think, yeah. oh, this is the end of the party. It all you know? tapers into absolute banality. All the cool kids have gone home, Yeah, and you're just there with like the guys who didn't have anywhere better to go. 
who are just sort of kicking around trying to get things going again and it's like <laughs> arguing nah, about whose first album was best it's it's time for bed <laughs> and uh that's where we shall quick fire yeah quick fire um let me say this i really like the score yeah uh, hands in the score especially spidey's theme quite superman but i still really liked it and electro's theme which um hans Zimmer still includes in his live sets which is oh, really fun that's cool fucking weird when the rap starts singing his internal monologue <laughs> it's weird, a odd choice <laughs> it's yeah i remember it really confusing me in the cinema i think because it comes out the rear speakers and it's like someone talking shut up you prick <laughs> that's the movie mate oh shut up you prick <laughs> you're the movie come up here and say that <laughs> i don't see why i should um still i liked it cool i liked the the fight scene in the plane at the beginning um, they had some oh, okay. really good anti-gravity practical effects. Ah. Um, people rolling at the sides and and oh. um, you know the I, I love the stakes of that scene. You know they're fighting mm. and, and you know his wife was dying and he had to upload this thing on the laptop. Um, and it was kind of accepted that regardless he was going to die. So like the most important yeah. thing was getting this done. And they were fighting over the laptop. And then when his dad shoots yeah. the plane windows and everything starts sucking yeah, out, yeah. it just look it looks sufficiently catastrophic. Um, yeah. And yeah, it got me, it got the blood going, got the blood pumping. That's good. I really liked it. I do it. actually remember being in the cinema in 2014 and watching the sequence and thinking, oh, I wish this was The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yeah, I obviously <laughs> thought of that. that. Yeah. Yeah. It was only two years after is the problem. Yeah, it's so, tough. That is tough. Same year as Interstellar. God. It's, it's like when Lord of the Rings came out in 2000 and then everything similar to that afterwards <laughs> that looks worse. You just go, well. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> okay, I'll say after that sequence, I really like black screen, Spider-Man logo mm. comes in, and then it turns into the back of Spidey's shirt as like it's falling shot. through the sky. Yeah, that was a, a cool opening mm. shot. Not too long after that, he's he's swinging through New York and he's quite low to the ground and he just lets mm. out a, hello, was it? hello, pedestrians, which I enjoyed. Oh, I didn't enjoy that. I was like, is that a yeah. quip? It was it's, it was janky enough to make me appreciate it. Like it felt it felt like that was the nerdy rubbishness of Spider Man of Peter Parker, right behind the mask, as opposed to the nerdy rubbishness of Orky and Kurtzman, <laughs> which is how it seems yeah. to me. Fair enough. Yeah, fair, fair enough. enough. 
Spidey helping the bullied kid, I thought was really good. Um, uh, you know, yes. the kid's had his uh, science fair thing smashed, and so Spidey chases off the bullies, and then he's really nice to the kid. I like that. This is a wind turbine. You make this? No way. This is amazing. It's good as new, right? I'll walk you home. What's your name? Jorge. Jorge? Um, I'm Spider-Man. That was good. Yeah. When he saves Jamie Foxx, um, he holds out his hand and says, lick here. And Jamie Foxx licks his hand and then Spider-Man like swipes, like slicks Jamie Foxx's hair down to make him look <laughs> a bit more presentable as, oh, he's, as they're talking. And, and he's like, you know, dusting him off after saving his life. It was a That's, great little moment. I really like that moment, you know, and I mm. like the idea that Spider-Man's the guy who sort of is supportive of the people he saves. And then he remembers yeah. him later on and like remembers yeah. bits about him. And that's really good. Yeah. Um, this is a moment that really made me laugh out loud, I think, in the cinema back in 2014. Okay. Was, um, what happened to your face? It's filthy. It is? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was cleaning the chimney. We have no chimney. What? <laughs> it just implied yeah. that he'd spent all night trying to clean a chimney they didn't have. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was really yeah. good. I enjoyed that. It's very uh, surprising. Um, really good delivery from Andrew yeah, Garfield. Yeah, really good. Um, a moment that made me laugh out loud uh, was when Gwen and Max, Jamie Foxx, are in the elevator. And Jamie Foxx is doing his whole, you know, oh, I, I've got, it's my birthday tonight and it's going to be a party, but, you know, I can't invite you because there's going to be loads of celebrities and yeah. guest list and that. Which wasn't funny in itself, but then he starts looking at the TV in the elevator where Sp- and Spider-Man's on it, and the elevator doors open, and we have a sort of uh, front-on shot of it, Gwen looking really uncomfortable, and Jamie Foxx just looking fucking gormless at the TV <laughs> with a big dumb smile oh, on his I didn't face. See that. It was brilliant reveal. <laughs> Excellent. Um, now mm. Electro might be a crazy motherfucker. He's still got a nice place. Any apartment in new york i don't care how shitty it's meant to be yeah. or how coded this guy's life is a fucking yeah. mess it's meant to be i still think it looks great <laughs> yeah it like the only way you're gonna make someone's place in new york look like a fucking mess is have it be on fire and him yeah. dying at the same time just by dint of being in there <laughs> literally the only time i've said this before on this podcast i stand by it is midnight cowboy it's the only unpleasant new york mm, apartment okay. i've ever seen <laughs> there was that the scene in uh, mad men where Betty goes to look for a friend of like a friend's daughter or something like oh. that, and they go to that. She ends up in that house oh, and they're yeah, trying yeah. to cook goulash. And yeah, that was pretty. Rough. That was kind of that was pretty horrible because they're trying to cook without power. Yeah, and... still Manhattan twenty yeah. minutes. These prices, <laughs> um, with this traffic, <laughs> fucking Spider Man three filming down the street. And everyone's walking here. <laughs> uh, when Dane DeHaan is doing his. Uh, like he's being welcomed into the company and they're at their business yeah. meeting, their backroom business meeting, um, yeah. and he's having a go at all of them. Uh, the bit where he he asks Felicity Jones what her name is. From now on, everybody at this table works for Felicia because Felicia works for me. Would anybody like to speak up? And that Dane DeHaan drawl. There's just something about <laughs> it which was great. It was very interesting, his New England drawl. Because he's meant to have grown up with Peter, and you think, okay, yeah, he picked that up. Neither of them My knew what America was. In Hampshire. Garfield climbing over the barrier when they're hanging out mm. together at a bridge, and Garfield just sort of lazily flops over the protective barrier, mm. and it's cool because he's Spider-Man. Yeah, he's in no danger whatsoever, and he's acting yeah. less agile than he is. 
And yeah. I feel like that's something you could get into more is the idea of Spider-Man is the most agile superhero on Earth. And there should be little hints of it when he's yeah. Peter Parker, you know, like yeah. Peter Parker, you know, rescuing the dinner tray and, you know, the original Spider-Man. Yes. There should just be little bits that indicate he's a lot more graceful and coordinated than the people yeah. around him. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's, it, I, I mean, I did watch No Way Home, uh, Homecoming, mm. sorry. Uh, oh my god! Uh, I know. <laughs> ah, multiverse. And um, <laughs> you won't believe th- there's, it. There's a bit where Ned's asking him questions, I think, and um, he's doing sit-ups in PE, and the the, cl- yeah. the teacher goes by and he's like, "Nice form, Peter," or something, and it's just like he just <laughs> comments on how good he is at uh, sit-ups. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a li- you know, not yeah. thinking about it. They're just fucking sit-ups. Uh, this movie needed a Ned. Yeah, mm. that's what Sally Fields is here for. <laughs> um, Fuck yeah. Also, oh, a little addendum, sorry, if I can just okay. get this out there, is when they, he's chucking no. rocks and he, he chucks a rock that goes for mm. ages. Yeah. And it's like, um, I can't remember what Dehan says. It's just, whoa, you nice working arm. out? I, in yeah. my head, he's still <laughs> doing the Keanu Reef voice from uh, um, Valerian and the Thousand Planets. Yeah. Oh, easy, easy, easy. Um, I think he says one an arm or something. Yeah, he says one arm. And he says, it's all on the wrist, buddy. It's all yeah. on the wrist. <laughs> good stuff. That was good. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed yeah. when they were they were frosty to begin with, and then um, they just start insulting each other a bit, yeah. and then suddenly they're 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 closer uh, again. Couple of blokes. Oh, this is what it was like. Yeah, fucking nice. asshole. Um, but uh, yeah. So when Garfield and Stone meet up again and just as just friends, yeah, it's quite obvious that they're like happy to be around each other again, but struggling yeah. emotionally yeah. with it, and that was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed their suffering. <laughs> and I liked Emma Stone's alternate laugh. Some ground rules? Yeah, some ground rules. <laughs> like that. Like what? Uh, that, that laugh. <laughs> that laugh. That's off the table. That, my laugh that is laugh off the is table? Off the t- you, got, you got to figure out a more annoying laugh. <laughs> That's still adorable. <laughs> that is good. Yeah. Um, there's a shot of Spider-Man in a fireman's hat um, oh, when, yep, when yep. he drenches Electro with the water. It's just a cut to them in like yeah. all the firemen in a line with the hose and yeah, he's got a hat. It's just on. very funny. It felt yeah. very quirky considering that the the narrative is they've just like hosed down Travis Bickle, sort of yeah. the taxi driver. They've just mowed him down and it's like Haha, you're going to an insane asylum for the rest of your life. Here's your fireman helmet yeah. back. Part of that <laughs> good <tone>. up, boys. <laughs> yeah. Um. Just before that, the image of Max wearing a hoodie. Yeah. Glowing blue skin, drifting away yeah. from the building, kind of floating ominously, was mm. really good. It was like a mm. a cover to a moody graphic novel. But then subsequent mm. shots uh, make it look much more mundane. But there was one shot there yeah. where it just looked incredibly ominous. I did really like uh, when he... Like, the only other time I think that he looked great was when he kind of dematerializes out of his shackles. He gets, mm. he gets that. Oh, yeah, when he Dr. Manhattan's himself. Yeah. That did look good because he's kind of screaming and then dematerializes and then comes back. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, um, and I like the I like the sort of electrical interference in his voice. Oh, cool! That was good. I, I like that little effect that he has <laughs> whenever he talks. Just okay. That glitchy sort of yeah. sound. <laughs> I should kill you. Give me one reason why I should trust you. Because I need you. You need me. Um, I like the picture of uh, himself and Gwen that he has on his phone. Of uh, him just screaming horribly while she tries to like kiss him on the cheek. That was uh, oh yeah, that's cute. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Very believable. Yeah. Um, that's what you get in that five hundred days of summer pool. Oh, oh, oh! I like that. I like films. Huh? So Sally Fields didn't have much to do except be crotchety, which was annoying. But yeah, um, the the scene where 
Peter is delving deeper into his dad and she yeah. kind of breaks down. And I don't know how to do this without Ben. I don't know how. And, and you're dreaming about your perfect father who was never here. No. No, I won't tell you. You're my boy. As far as I'm concerned, you're my boy. And I won't hurt you. I'm your boy. You're my everything. You're enough. You're more than enough. That's not what it's about. Don't get that twisted. I love you so much. And Sandy Fields gives such a good performance in that moment. It was great. It's and great. I, I love that moment. And I love her later moment about getting rid of mm. some of Ben's belongings as well. I've been trying to clean up around here, get organized, and been putting some of Ben's stuff in, in boxes. And, and it's so funny, the heavier the box gets, the lighter I feel. You throwing his stuff away? No. No, God, no. I couldn't do that. It's, it's part of me. I'm just finding a better place for it. Um, there's good timing on a fire extinguisher squirt. Um, he is accidentally set a fire and he's, he puts out the fire and then he waits patiently for it to fizz again so he can squirt it again. And just yeah. the second it starts to fizz, he's on it with the fire extinguisher. And that was yeah. good timing. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 the, the pause is just a second too long in, yeah. in a good way. <laughs> yeah. And then the immediacy with which he reacts to the spark. Yeah. It's the best fire extinguisher gag since Iron Man. Ooh. Ooh. Heard it here second. <laughs> um. Yeah, because I did publish this in Forbes last week, so. <laughs> well, you've got to. It's Forbes, man. Yeah. Forbes. When Emma Stone... <laughs> fucking love Forbes. When Emma Stone's <laughs> on the way to an Oxford interview and yeah. uh, Parker swings in, he's in, like, behind her, he's in civilian clothes and the webbing kind of comes loose, like, as he lands and slams into the wall and there's just something really shit about his entrance, <laughs> which is oh, great. Good. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I like him subtly disarming and distracting the guards. Like, he's doing yes. sort of drunken boxing style, you know, none of this is intentional, but it's very clearly yep. carefully coordinated, splashing people mm. with coffee, tying their shoelaces together. It was yeah. a good little bit of business. Yeah, I enjoyed that very much. Yeah. Um, when that Emma and... Emma and Peter. When Emma Stone and Peter Parker are talking um, <laughs> in the Oxford University building yes. before her interview, she says that she's already late. And the fact yeah. that they keep talking... Is uh is is pure horror to me. Um, just, what are you doing? Just stop talking. Go to your appointment. You're god late. Damn it. Oh god. At the point when Gwen Stacy leaves a message on Peter Parker's phone, basically breaking up with him, mm. saying I'm going to Oxford. Did you say Peter Parker. Peter Parker is um coming out of this tunnel, uh, with mm. like graffiti everywhere, and it's like yeah. this dark thing, and it's a really moody and cool place for him to be to get this phone cool. call. It's suitably desolate. It looks like where. Like Rocky would go jogging in the very first film. Oh yeah, nice <laughs> comic book wasteland. The the video exposition from his dad when he's talking about how you know actually he's a hero. There there were there were parts of that that I found really emotionally affecting. It's just something about the way he delivered it, and I think something to do with Peter himself. Right, it was a really great moment. Can't give you anything more specific than that, so don't worry about sampling it. But I, but I liked it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, go find out for yourselves, folks. Mm. Um, after Spidey webs up the message I love you onto the Brooklyn Bridge I think, one of the bridges yeah. uh, in Brooklyn, uh, called Brooklyn Bridge um, uh, Brooklyn Bridge. at Brooklyn Bridge um, yeah uh, he he says to Gwen you know, what do you think, and she's like, oh that was you <laughs> that's cute yeah, that was good um, yeah. that's the same conversation where they're talking 
he's talking about moving to England with her and how England yeah. would need a Spider-Man because there's crime yeah. there as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I, a minute before that, I just said to, to Nell, I'd love an English Spider-Man. Love to see the kind of crimes <laughs> that he would handle. <laughs> he's stolen me pork! <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man. <laughs> Wrestles pork off of a starving child. Spider-Man. <laughs> Returns it to an awful man. Watch out. <laughs> Here comes the British Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> um, I like it when he's webbed up Gwen so that she can't come with him. Mm. Um, and in her frustration, she yells, Peter! And then yeah. quickly slaps her hand over her mouth because she yeah. used his real name. That was very comic book and I enjoyed it. Yeah, that was great. Mm. The slow motion in Emma Stone's face just bef- before she drops from the tower is heartbreaking because, yeah, you know in that instant that she's going to die. Um, yeah. That's what that shot means. Yes, the clock fight in general was very tense because there were yes. lots of near misses of him being able to save her. And the death was bleak without being over the top. Like, just mm. a quick dip and the head bounces off the ground. Yeah. It was very unpleasant and yeah. upsetting. Yeah, something yeah. about how close she was to being saved. Yeah. And it's just that quick knock. And that's it. Yeah. It's horrible. Fragile human being. Yeah, it's really oh. grim. She was due to come back in the uh, Black Cat movie. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh. Well, uh. now she's not. Now she's not. She died with the franchise. <laughs> Where she would have wanted. Yeah. The, yeah, the quick succession of shots of Parker at Gwen's graveside throughout yeah, the year. Yeah, that was mine too. Hit, was okay, my cool. Last yeah, just diff- very- different, different seasons, different yeah. clothes, different weather. Just and it happens quickly. There's not enough time to really establish much about each of the shots. Yeah, they just ha- cut, 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 yeah. cut, and it's it's quite yeah. a disorienting passage of time. Yeah, it was really good, and it got across a really morose kind of mm. sadness to to Spidey now, and this sort of yeah. directionlessness that he had now that he just didn't really know what to do next. Yeah, all of his drama, and again, this would have been so great if this had been the only drama in his life was that his girlfriend was moving away. Yeah. You know, it would have been so focused and just this great sense of well, what now? All of my energy yeah. was into whether or not to go with her to England, and now she's just dead, and yeah. I'm I've got nothing that I'm building towards. That's a really profound and disturbing thing to get into and then ultimately, you know, finds the strength to move on. Yeah. It's really interesting. I'd love to see that as a movie. <laughs> yeah. That would have been great. We can't, we, I feel like, you know, aspects of that in uh, the Tom Holland ones, but without the dead. Yeah. Love interest. Yeah. And Deadpool 2. <laughs> yes. That too. <laughs> okay, that was great. Anyway, enough about Peter Parker mourning by a graveside. Let's check in with the OG team. Yeah, enough of that depressive shit. The OG team is where it's at. Here they are. Let me, well, let me fucking start with Patreon then, where um, <gasps> super, super patron. Course. Naturally first. Yeah, naturally first. It's a meritocracy here, by which I mean the opposite of that. Uh, I, <laughs> But also th- also that. The merit of having paid us. Yeah, exactly. Which is yeah. the, the main thing that most people... It's the best thing you can do this Christmas. Pay us. <laughs> Fuck you, pay me. (laughs) But the nice version of that. Mark Reed says, I honestly have never understood why this movie gets the hate that it does. I like it and I don't care who knows. The death of Gwen Stacy is pretty great. I love the way... You know, in (laughs) cinematic sense, I imagine. Uh, The death of Gwen Stacy is pretty great. I love the web hand reaching out for her and it really Mm. is a uh, a vicious jerk when it reaches her. Yeah. Uh, a jerking action. I'm not suggesting the web is a bit of a prick. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, like, like I said, I was on board for, for most of it. I wasn't, but I, I can see that was a good sequence. 
I enjoyed that yeah. sequence, but for the most part, I do think this movie was a terrible mess, and I put that down solely to the screenwriters, really. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, I would... Uh, uh, probably a mess that I would forgive if... Uh, if not for the end and everything. <laughs> Action was bad, too. Yeah. Yeah. Moving over to Meta, where... Um, <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. So yeah, Ellen Graham unfortunately mistook it for uh, oh, the Sam yes. Raimi Spider-Man too. <laughs> what did she say about it? But look, she said, "Look, Alfred. Look, I have no time to rewatch it, but I'm gonna say Alfred Molina can yep. fucking get it. Yeah, we can. And Bruce Campbell is always like a breath of cinnamon and whiskey on screen, <laughs> overpowering but damn smooth. Mm. Also, if memory serves me right, this has the train scene and the people protecting Peter is yep. what it's all about. Yeah, hoping people, hoping people in a goddamn superhero film." <laughs> So let's let's put this beautiful. Let's put this out there. Before two thousand and eight, when the Dark Knight really <laughs> got the superhero genre moving, and Iron Man one two hit of Iron Man and um uh fucking yeah, then yeah. the Dark Knight in two thousand eight. Before that, X Men two and Spider Man two were the best superhero movies ever made. I thought they were they were the best ones. It's been so long since I've seen them. I need to watch. No, I've seen X two enough, but uh, I haven't seen Spider Man two more than once. So uh, I really need to watch that again. It's superb. It is the culmination of that approach. And it was such a great approach mm. too. X Men Two and Spider Man Two were the sort of Avengers versus Dark Knight approaches to comic book movies. One of them light and quirky, yeah. the other one serious and uh, dramatic. Yeah, you know, <sighs> perfect yin and yang. Uh, Battle as old out, as time. Ba- both came out in like oh no, Spider Man Two was a little later, I think, two thousand four. Anyway, yeah, mm. shame. All right, <laughs> Paul Hawkins, uh, Blockbuster. He uh says well yeah the andrew garfield one is not as good as um the sam raimi mm. though i will give them props for actually doing a variant a variant of the gwen stacy ending from the comics mm. yes mm. ambitiously uh approached and rendered um again i would have liked it as the sole focus of the thing build everything building up to that moment yes that would have helped uh <laughs> finally elliot j o'neill says giamatti is a rhino shaped ham sandwich which is delicious <laughs> and it's fucking downhill from there so <laughs> Lots yep. of positivity there from our positive OGT. Happens, Thanks, guys. That happened so early in the movie, though. He must mean the second time he's on at the end. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Dennis Downhill. Yeah. Just credits. Yeah. Alicia Keys. Credits. Who, who cares about the people involved in making a thing? Yeah. Not Elliot J. O'Neill. Wise that's words, Elliot. <laughs> and, on, and on that note, no tape axes. Thanks, OG team. <laughs> Thanks, OG team. I'm sorry again for how we treat you. But you love it, you slags. <laughs> it's how we treat each other, and it comes from a place of love and respect. It sure is. Right. Uh, I want to stop talking to you soon. How about yeah. the one better thing? The one better thing. Uh, okay. <laughs> Obviously, Tom, the Tom Holland Spidermans, or into the Tom Holland's Spider Spider Verse. Yeah. yeah, it's great. That's the thing is we've recommended every good superhero movie at this yeah. stage, um, and also Under the Silver Lake, and probably Gifted, the most recent good Mark Webb movie I know about. Uh, okay. Um, I think we've recommended that too. So instead, let's have a look at Columbia Pictures and what they've done this year. Uh, Peter Rabbit 2, Escape Room 2, Venom 2, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Fuck me! <laughs> All right, you know what? Go see Spencer the French Dispatch, Last Night in Soho, Petite Mama, Come On, Come On, or Dune. They're all in cinemas and they're all better than anything Columbia Pictures have done this year. Mm. I haven't even seen Come On, Come On yet, but it's better. See that. Joaquin Phoenix is in it. He's never been in a bad movie ever. That's a fact. Trailer made me cry, so go see it. Cool. Well, they were the one better things. Let's finish this fucking show. <laughs> the one better thing. Fuck yeah, Paul. How could people quickly find out about uh, one good thing if they needed to do so What just before getting hit by a, tr- a plane? Or a train. Any or kind train. of automobile or vehicle, really. Anything that moves. <laughs> or Steve uh, and they can do so on Jesus Christ, let's hope not. Well, in the meantime, you can check us out on Twitter and Facebook at OGTPod, the fastest moving, impermanent uh, social media devices out there. 
the devices now. Um, if you haven't already, why don't you leave us a review? Uh, spread the good word. Tell a friend. Tell your best friend. Tell your best friend's friend. But don't tell your best friend's friend, friend, friend. Because they are already fans of OGT. It's six degrees of separation. I probably uh, gave you five. See, you came back um, in a circle and you recommended it to yourself. Fuck yeah, cyclical like Paul Giamatti. So... Uh, <laughs> We also have a Patreon where for as little as a dollar a month you get exclusive access to exclusive, exclusive content for exclusive people like you and me, uh, including Uh, uh, the Let's Play of Hades, uh, part one of which is is already out and you should watch it. Um, And um, and it's just a little crush is what I always (laughs) think of from that opening music. Um, (laughs) And then then Days Ruined. So, um, yeah, you you can watch... You can watch Paul having a go at Hades and me having a go at Paul and um, and hiding the <laughs> fact yeah. that I was about to start becoming completely fucking obsessed with that game. Um, <laughs> we, we've we got some really exciting things in the works. Um, mm. Cannot wait to, to uh, get to them on Patreon and other. <laughs> thanks again to all of our patrons. Uh, thanks to everybody who's been listening yeah. uh, recently. It's been awesome. We've had some really good yeah. interaction from some lovely fans. Yeah, and if you do want some sick, sick OGT merch, sick, then uh, Patreon is the place to be. Sure is. All right, I'm Paul Webb. I'm Sick Sick Paul. Remember, the one good thing about the amazing Spider-Man 2 is that they killed Gwen Stacy. It was brilliant. <laughs>